Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human Podcast, a podcast created to help you get out of your head and into your life. That is, if you want to have more fun, freedom, happiness, peace of mind, and success whilst squeezing the juice out of every area of your life. Join Jackie Ford every Thursday and listen in to her warm Scottish tones, wise heart and wonderful sense of humour as she interviews guests and discusses what it means to be unashamedly human. Hi everyone and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast. As you all know by now, my name is Jackie Ford and I am a coach, trainer and mentor living in Scotland but working globally. I... I have a guest with me today, Linda Ford. She's not as special as me. She doesn't have the E at the end of her Ford, but she has specialities in other sort of areas that we'll get into. Um, I've asked Linda to come on the podcast because she is a, a woman who's celebrating her own femininity, her own power, and inviting other women to do exactly the same thing. I think often women of a certain vintage, and I'm going to say that like a fine wine or an aged cheese, we forget who we are. We're so used to lovingly giving our power away, our love away to other people that we forget to acknowledge the lessons that we've learned, the wisdom that we have, the power that we have within ourselves to reach other people, to touch other people, but more than anything, to nurture ourselves. And I wanted to invite Linda to the podcast because Linda is a shining example of a woman who has been on this journey and is now inviting other women to look inside themselves to then magnify that beautiful journey of what it is to be a woman moving forward and having an impact. So Linda, thank you so much for joining me on the Unashamedly Human podcast. Now, I've given a brief description of you, my love. I would love for you just to, you know, tell people a little bit more about you. Yeah, well, thank you, Jackie, for inviting me, the other Mrs. Ford here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've just been looking forward to this. Um, We're going to have a good good yarn, as they say. Um, Yeah, you know, I'm going to be 68 this September. And one thing that I have noticed throughout my years, my decades, especially since becoming a coach, is um, I've met so many amazing women who, you know, once they get past their 40s, going into their 50s, uh, so many of them, Uh, and you've probably met them too, Jackie, so many of them are so well-educated, they are highly skilled, they're wise, they have an amazing work ethic. Um, They have been on a spiritual journey forever, right? We've met them all, they've done all the courses, and yet so many of them, as I say, still have the handbrake on in life. They're still holding themselves back. They're still waiting. They're waiting and I to do something, you know, to put themselves out there. And so I noticed this as throughout my coaching work. And um, I came to the conclusion uh, that that had to change. But I also noticed uh, a couple of like a fair few years ago that I was actually one of them. (laughs) 
I'm I was thinking and I'm sitting going, oh my God, me too. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll feel confident if I do this. So I'll feel better if I do that. So I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. And so, you know, it takes one to spot one, you know, it's like you, you spot it, you got it. And um, I was, uh, let me just turn my phone off because it's going crazy right now. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so my work has kind of, uh, because I noticed that in other women and I noticed it in myself, I really wanted to create a space for women uh, so that they could, um, you know, get over this kind of um, push-pull thing that was going on. You know, it's like they want the spotlight, but then they don't want it. They want to be seen and heard, but then they don't want it. You know, it's, uh, and I had that going on for years. And I, I got to the point where I just had to say, you know, what the heck is going on with you, Linda? You know, you, you're a smart woman. Um, but there was something, there was always this thing holding me back. And a lot of it came down to just lack of confidence and um, imposter syndrome, all that good stuff. So that's the work that I do right now um, with women and especially in the area of uh, coaches, women who are trying to, you know, get a business going or in their relationships. I work in both of those areas. Mm -hmm. Well, really, you're talking about relationship with self and relationship with others. And, and I know, Linda, exactly what you're saying, because I meet so many women and there seems to be something that happens round about perimenopause, menopause with women that we become more anxious we become more self-aware both as a good thing but also as not such a good thing you know we're watching social media and we're seeing these 20 something 30 something you know young beautiful women showing up on social media saying what they're saying and we're, we're, we're saying to ourselves, but I don't look like that. I don't sound like that because we're in a completely different phase of our life. To me, we're in an incredible phase of our life. But if you're seeing it through the lens of beauty instead of the lens of essence and power and wisdom, then it will make you feel imperfect. Can you talk to that a wee yeah. bit, Linda? Yeah. And, you know, I have I have coaches say to me, you know, um, am I really going to have to get on TikTok and do a dance, you know, and, <laughs> and shake my booty to get noticed? You know, is that what it's come down to? Mm -hmm. uh, because you see it. And, you know, nothing wrong. If you're out there doing that, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, it's like, I mean, I grew up... Um, I, I always got a lot of attention, you know, because I was attractive, physically attractive, and I got that kind of attention and I depended on it mm -hmm. and I got used to it. But then come when you hit your 50s, you know, and you start gaining weight um, and you find yourself becoming invisible physically, in a sense, um, you kind of, at least for me anyway, I started to think about, well, there's something, you know, that's not who I am. I mean, it's great that I have a physical body, but there's far more to me. There's far more to me than that. And so you kind of have this moment in life when you're in your 50s and you realize that the 
physical attributes that you had are not sustainable for you to keep getting the attention that you want. And so it's actually a beautiful gift because you got to go deep. Otherwise, what are you going to do? Sit around on the couch, you know, watching Netflix and wishing you had a life, you know? So for me, it was, it it was an awakening Mm -hmm. and it was an awakening to go in, to go deeper, to really figure out, you know, well, what else do I have to offer? What's, and then I realized, you know, what, what is my voice? What is it I want to be saying? And I was seeing this happen with other women. So there is something, um, you know, it's, it's kind of, uh, it, it's a sad time when you realize you don't get the attention, the physical attention, but it opens up a whole other door doors of opportunity to really explore the depth of who we really are and that's what happened to me so it's all good and it's far more sustainable it is it is you know and and there's for me Linda it's very much you know what is what is the physicality what is the whole point of this you know sort of um always thinking that it's about how we look I found as I started to get older my clothes became brighter my my shoe choices became a bit more radical I cared less about what other people thought because I thought well if they're not noticing me anyway it really doesn't matter what I'm doing you know and if people have an opinion about me it has nothing to do with me whatsoever and I love that freedom you know, that I can rock up with a pair of funky Doc Martens on, you know, in the brightest jumper on the planet and, you know, rock a yellow jacket and not give a shit about yeah. who thinks I'm doing what because I'm wearing what I suit rather than what I think I should be wearing. And I've actually found, Linda, with myself and the women that I work with, when there is an inner confidence in you, there's a flirtatiousness. There's a, I don't really care what you think. So I'm going to rock up. And people find that attractive because oh, they, yeah. want that. they want that too. To be able to just, you know, look at somebody in the eye and go, love your trousers. You know, they, they look great. Or, God, you've got a gorgeous smile. And... There's nothing on it. You're not saying it to attract that person. You're just going, comment. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the thing is, is that you you can be drop-dead gorgeous physically. Um, and and I've met so many people who are men and women. Uh, but, but if there's no, um, if you haven't developed a sense of self, if you don't really know who you are, and you don't know your value above and beyond your physicality, then there's a, there's a kind of vacuousness there. And we've seen it in so many people. Um, and so uh, for me, I, I love what you're saying there, Jackie, because like, there's this sense of freedom. Oh, yeah. It's like a, comfort, a comfortableness in your own skin. Yeah. And, um, and it, it is that quality of when you know who you are, when you know your value and your worth and you you go through, you navigate yourself through life with that energy, there's nothing, nothing more magnetic than a confident person. 
Absolutely, Linda. That that is it in a nutshell. Nothing more magnetic than being with someone who is playful, vivacious, present, but not scared. Yeah. And willing I mean, to I, I um I just uh when I think back to when I was younger and had all the physical attributes, um, I never felt confident. Did you ever? When you were younger, do you no, really feel? I have to tell you something hysterical about this, okay? You know we're moving house, so we're going through wardrobes and we're clearing a lot of the stuff out. And I was going through my clothes, Linda, and I found this gorgeous black watch tartan skirt, pencil skirt, and um, little jacket um, that I used to wear, you know, to all the corporate functions when I worked in the pharmaceutical industry. And I wore that and I thought I was fat. Okay. I was five foot 10 and I weighed about 130 pounds. So I was anything but fat, but I thought I was fat. And my youngest daughter put it on. Now she's six foot tall and she put it on. And to me, she's built like a whippet. She's so tall and slim and amazing her figure's incredible athletic she put it on and I was like oh my effing god <laughs> I used to wear that and I thought I was fat look at you in it she, she was yeah like, I, I, yeah like if I look at old photos of myself um and I think back I used to think I was fat but I wasn't just the same same thing that you're just saying it's like mm. where were our heads you know yeah. what we were thinking and um and so yeah and a lot of good like you know you have this physical attractiveness um uh I had never had any trouble getting guys but I had no holding power zippo um I was you know used abused uh, dumped on you know duped um and I mean I had some good relationships too uh but you know there was no there was no power there from me it was just Mm -hmm. I'm just a pretty girl you know and and there was no holding power there was no magnetism to draw people to me for who I really was it wasn't sustainable I keep saying that word because it's true it's just not a sustainable way to go through life when you're depending so much on that external you know beauty mm-hmm. um yeah incredibly so, insecure so many women they're not invited or they're not introduced to that deeper level of understanding inside of them linda and i know that's what you're pointing towards it's kind of when we grow up and we're conditioned to think oh you're pretty oh you're lovely oh you're a nice person or oh, you're a good girl then that becomes our standard of, you know, who we think we are. But if you've brought up and you learn from an early age that there's so much more to you than the external validation, and you know that you have this deeper power, this deeper knowing inside of you, um, it does make you more grounded. And so many women they're not introduced to that in themselves until perhaps they have a child or they're pregnant, they have a child or they lose a parent or, you know, something really quite traumatic happens to them. 
yeah. or they're going through perimenopause or you know whatever and I think what I can see that you're you're inviting women to do as I do is the quicker we see that within ourselves the easier our life becomes yeah yeah absolutely yeah um I'm just thinking back to you know it, it kind of I, I've been because I'm in this work and I mm-hmm. and I love this topic with women I've done a lot of looking back on my life mm-hmm. and just you know just um not with I don't mean to go down rabbit holes that that you know we that I don't feel I can get out of but just to have a natural curiosity about looking back on my life and thinking, where did all this insecurity start? You know, like what was the, how did, I mean, how did that get get born in me? Um, because I can honestly say, I, I can't remember a time when I wasn't insecure. Um, uh, that was the kind of pattern that was, <laughs> moving through me my whole life. It was only until I came to the principles that I had a major transformation in this area, which we can talk about. But, I, you know, as I look back, um, it kind of makes perfect sense because I, I grew up in a very poor family in Northern Ireland and my parents were factory workers. They were working two jobs, three jobs. You know, we, we, I grew up with this sense that there was definitely something wrong with my family. Mm-hmm. We had missed out on something. <laughs> I always had that thought. What is it that my family don't have that other families do? And, uh, and so I grew up with this feeling, this belief that there was something kind of just off about us. And so, um, and, and I really just, I had a lot of shame and embarrassment about it. Because my parents, no matter how much they worked hard, we always struggled. There was no real joy in our family. And the one thing that they did do, my parents, was they had a, they put a great emphasis on your physicality. My mom and dad were great dressers. And, but that's the only thing they really got, you know, they really got and they, they achieved that. And so it was a big thing in our house to always kind of dress well and to look good. And my family were pretty nice. They had nice features. You know, my dad was very handsome and my mom looked like Jean Tierney, you know, the actress. Um, So we had that going for us, which is why I placed a lot of emphasis on that physicality growing up. And... um, but I always felt like there was some missing piece. And so I had to put a lot of emphasis on that physicality. It was like, you know, that that's the missing piece. And it was very outside in, you know, I've got to dress well, I've got to look well to, to fill the hole, the hole that was missing. And so I grew up feeling as if, some people had it and some people didn't. That's the phrase that I always used to use. Some people just have it and some people don't have it. And, um, and I remember the first time I went to my first three principles workshop with, I think it was with uh, Dr. Ken Manning and uh, Robin Charbit yeah. uh, here in Boston. And I was relating to them 
how I've always gone through life feeling like some people have it and some people don't. And one of them, I can't remember which one turned around to me and he said, but Linda, you've always had it. You just didn't know. (laughs) You know, I get really choked up every time I tell that story because what happened was that I heard, I really heard that Jackie. I really heard that truth. And you know how it is when you hear the truth, you get the chills of truth going through your body. And I just heard it. He said, you've always had confidence. He's just gone to sleep. (laughs) You just, you just never, you might, I mean, I occasionally saw it come out, you know, those brief moments throughout life. But he said, you just, you've always had it. And you've been going through life thinking that you didn't. And so when I heard that, it really landed. And, you know, it's like, did I wake up the next day feeling confident? Did it change? That, it didn't. It just didn't. But I, but I heard it and I, it felt like the truth. And so I thought, if this is really true, if I have confidence within me mm. um, and it just needs to be woken up again, then I've got to go out. I've got to put it to the test. I've got to really ex- do an experiment. And, and I think this is the piece that I really want to get across to your listeners, Jackie, is that I see so many people in the principles. It's like we hear some beautiful truth and it sounds nice, but then we don't do anything with it. You know, it's, it's like, well, that's okay. I, I like that. I have a nice feeling about that. And, and I've seen this in my own clients, women I work with. Um, they have this understanding, acknowledgement. But then if I was to put a microphone under their nose and tell them to go on a stage and talk about their life or their work, they can't do it, you know? And, and I realized that the reason they can't is because they haven't embodied it. They haven't embodied their confidence. And I knew instinctively that back then, seven years ago, that I had to really trust that it was there and I had to feel it in my body, which meant I had to take action. I had to go out and I had to get on a stage or I had to post on Facebook or I had to start expressing myself through my blogs, through my writing, so that I could experience my confidence again. I, I was wondering, have you had that experience too? Because for me, it, it, it has radically, radically transformed me. Just though ha, being, you know, taking the action from something, from a truth I heard. I'll let you say yeah. something there, Jackie. <laughs> I think it's true. I... The space that I love to work from now is inspired action. But I can't rely on that in my day-to-day business. Inspired action is a beautiful space. And everything is so easy when you're in inspired action. You're in flow. So writing and creating isn't, isn't a bother. And I find inspired action is a beautiful space to do my coaching calls from. Mm-hmm. But I'm not always in that space. So I have to operate from the space that you've just described, which is taking action. 
And what I've learned over the years is it's taking action one step at a time. What am I able to do? What can I do right now? I will do that. It's like nothing's coming through me about blogs. So I'm just going to go in life and, and go about my business and go out for a walk or go for a coffee or meet a friend or meet my kids or do something and something will come to me. And sometimes I just start writing and I just play and I see what happens. But at the end of the day, expressing myself releases thoughts, emotions, stories, conditioned beliefs that I didn't know I was holding on to, that I didn't know or simply thought in action because they were so deeply embedded in me I couldn't see them. And when you start to take action, the invisible becomes visible. And when it becomes visible, then you're able to see it for what it is. And when you see it for what it is, then it becomes easier to let it go or to create or to do something from that space. I am not a great believer in saying to people, oh, it's all thought. Don't worry about it. It's all thought. Because if people can see that intellectually, sometimes it gives them some kind of, of, of closure, some kind of space to be okay for a while. But at the end of the day, we hold thought in our bodies. We hold, we, we hold stories. We have genetic memory of all these past events and ancestral past events that we're just not aware of and mm. if we can't make that shit visible it's going to stay suppressed it's going to stay repressed and we're going to self-soothe and we're going to have all sorts of behavior things that we're just not aware that we're actually doing so i am fully on board with writing creating speaking doing anything I can, Linda, to let go of all the baggage that I don't know I'm carrying. Oh, I love what you said there, Jack. You've said so much. I should try and <laughs> unpack that. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's like, you know, these bodies that we have uh, and these minds, beautiful, beautiful bodies, amazing minds that we have. I call it, this is our earth suit, Right. Mm. and it's carrying so much memory yeah. and conditioning from all the decades that we've been living and all the things that we fed into it that oh I'm not um I can't talk in public oh I'm not you know confident I'm 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 a, an introvert. Um, I don't do that, you know. So we fed whatever it is. We fed it into the machine, mm -hmm. and uh, we trained our Earth suit to to show up in a certain way. And so, for me, when I when I think back to when I had that experience seven years ago, I knew I had to disrupt this. I, I and I. I I had to disrupt it, you know. That's one of my favourite words, disrupt. Love it. I love that word, disrupt. Yeah, because it's a very powerful thing to do, to disrupt something. And so it was about, you know, retraining this earth suit and also um, just recognising and acting on the fact that there's another bigger self apart from this earth suit 
There's a bigger part of us. And, and, and that should be the thing that's driving us, right? So um, otherwise, what are you going to do? You're just going to play out the same old, same old Groundhog Day. You know, <laughs> it's going to come round again and, uh, and nothing changes. Um, and so um, I really do, I really firmly believe what you're saying too, Jackie, is that we, some days I don't feel like talking or writing. And, and, and it's about just recognizing that that's just the old patterns of behavior that we need to disrupt. Because um, if I wait around for a nice feeling or like you were saying, Jackie, the inspiration, I could be waiting a long time. <laughs> and the other thing I loved, I love what you're saying is that it's the act of taking that, you know, disrupting and taking the action that kind of does the disrupting, right? It kind of gets you out of your head bubble mm-hmm. thinking that you can't do it yeah, and gets you into your body. And, um, and that's where you feel your power. That's when you, you, you're in the driver's seat. Mm, absolutely and it's such a lovely feeling knowing that that is a a repetitive thing that you can keep doing once you see it I mean one of my daughters the other day there she was telling me we saw her yesterday and she said that she'd been she's she's uh, you know anyway go into details but you know she was really really busy at work and um she needed downtime so she, this weekend, she says, I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to do anything. So she had a Netflix day on Saturday, watching documentaries, watching movies. She says, I was even grouting my bathroom at half 11 at night and talking in my head with the inner chatter. And she's like, is this what insanity feels like? <laughs> what is this? And I just said to her, but we all have moments like that. But she saw it with the humour that was intended in her own internal dialogue. She's like, she was decompressing. She was letting go of the busyness of the week. She was relaxing and releasing. Yeah. And awake and conscious of the internal chatter that was going on, as we all know, makes us feel as though we're psycho. Because we are very awake and aware and can hear these thoughts. You know, I'll often say to my husband, do you not have these little voices in your head that tell you this and tell you that? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) But as women, we do and we see them and we hear them and we feel them. Because women Mm -hmm. are naturally more communicative than men. We have more vocabulary, Mm -hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. But I love that my daughter saw her human experience in action, Linda, and judged herself momentarily and then let that go. Yes. Either we, you and I in our youth, would see that and think it meant something about us that was fixed and permanent rather than just one of these things that happens to us when we, we need to relax and unwind. Right. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's, you know... God, can you imagine if we had known this when we were younger? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, well, whatever, you know, it's, um, yeah, there's uh, just the power to uh, have that self-awareness going on to know there are times you just want to hang out on the couch and watch Netflix. Nothing wrong with that. 
but 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 to be able to see the other pattern that's going on uh where your life is on hold or you're you're not uh creating really what you want um that's when you need to get in and disrupt and um you know prevent that groundhog day from repeating itself and you know a lot of women here's the here's the really tricky thing jackie mm -hmm. is that a lot of women uh they have this experience of where where they feel like oh i the insecurity comes in and they think oh i can't do this or what they do is instead of instead of taking the action they go back into the reading of self-help books and there's nothing wrong with reading self-help books but there's this pattern this habit of retreating back thinking they need to take another course read another book when that's actually not that's not the panacea for this you know for for whatever it is they're experiencing and the the quickest way to kind of break that pattern um it's kind of like that upper limit syndrome thing like you know i can only go so far do so much and the only way to break it i found is to take action mm -hmm. um it, it's it's changed everything for me the other thing i wanted to say is that when i had that insight all those years ago that i have everything i need i wasn't missing anything I really saw that as um, the universe kind of like showing me. And it was a precious thing to observe, to feel. It's like somebody drew the curtains back and let you kind of peek in and see reality and see the truth about what was going on with me. And in some ways, I felt like I really had to honor that because it's not every day that you get to feel the truth, you know, of who you really are. And so I really felt like if I am being shown this, um, I need to honor it and take action on that, you know, do something with it mm. and not just retreat back into my same old, same old. And so, um, you know, I, I would say if you've seen something in the principles that's really given you those chills of truth, um, honor it. It's the universe. We're, we're in a divine partnership here, right? <laughs> and, and, and I, and I, we need to kind of reciprocate and, and let the universe see you light up. And, and I, I really think that when we do that, that's when your magnetism just explodes. Because for me, I've seen that tr true powerful magnetism is when you can see how you're showing up right now in your earth suit. It's, it's the gap between where you are right now and who you really are. Oh, here, I've got this, uh, this pencil. Of course, you're not on a video, are you? But anyway, so it's who you are showing right now, who you, really, who you are in your earth suit and who you really are. And when you can close that gap, um, that that's the space where your magnetism will really be uh, accelerated. And so the thing that's in the gap is insecurity, self-doubt, fear, anxiety, all that good stuff, right? <laughs> and the more we can close that gap, 
then that's when your life just flows. That's when you're in the flow. That's been my experience. Absolutely. If you get something to show, please show it because we are on video. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's a very technical uh, little gadget here. Mm-hmm. Can you see that? It's two pencils mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a string attached to either one. And so they're like two, these are like two telegraph poles. Um, my husband saw me put this together this morning and he said, you coaches, what are you up to now? You know? So <laughs> anyway, um, so this is like your big self. One of the pencils is like your big self. And this is your earth suit self, right? And this line between when these two selves, these two versions of us are aligned and, and working beautifully together, then the line of magnetism becomes strong. But when your earth suit takes precedence over your big self, the line begins to droop, mm. right? And so in between, this is, this is, and so you lose your power. It's like, it's not a, a strong power. You can see it's like walking around with rocks in your pocket, right? So the more that we can um, navigate ourselves through life and see our insecurities and our fears and our doubts as just for what they are, right? And bridge that gap, close that gap. Then you're, then you're living a very powerful life. So that's, that's the tool that I use to show that. I hope that makes sense. It does. It makes absolute sense, Linda. You know, and people say it in many, many different ways. Impersonal mind and personal mind and understanding that you are more than your body and that there is more than what's in between, you know, your head that is directing you every day in life. I mean, we even spoke about this before the podcast began about following that feeling of knowing, that feeling of wisdom, that feeling of inevitability. You know, it's one of my favourite words, it's inevitability. And, And so many people discount that. They discount the paths they're meant to be on because they don't believe they're good enough for that. And you've been saying this throughout the podcast, that if people don't believe that they're good enough or they have the skills or they're pretty enough or, you know, people will take them a certain way, then they're never going to fulfill what they came here to do, what they came here to be. And having coaches like you and I and so many others who will point you in the direction of you are enough. In fact, you are more than you could ever believe that you are if you look inside instead of always looking outside for the answers. And when you can, I presume your message, and please correct me if I'm wrong, your message, Linda, is look inside for the answers and then amplify that. And in that amplification, you become magnetic. People feel that. They feel that energy. And then they learn that that is who they are too. Instead of thinking the latest guru's got all the answers or this latest, I mean, this latest coach has got all the answers. They don't. 
but what they can do and you're doing is pointing people to the fact that it's already within them. Mm. That power, essence, impersonal mind is within each and all of us. If we just choose to surrender to it instead of fighting it all the time. Yeah. And, you know, it, it takes, it takes um, you know, courage to go there. Mm. you got to have courage um, and um, trust that it is there. Mm. Um, but that, that comes from when you light up in the world, um, and that's that's what I believe I did back all those years back then. Uh, I lit up. I took I took that truth, and I and because I was going to act on it as if I had everything I needed, I lit up to the universe. Mm-hmm. The universe saw that, um, and 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 it just just changed everything for me. I mean, if you had to tell me back when I was <laughs> in my early twenties that I would be coaching women on how to find their voice and how to um, confidently put themselves out into the world. Um, I would have said, I'm sorry, but you, you know, I think you've got the wrong person here. <laughs> that was just so not me. Uh, but it just goes to show and that, that, that change does happen, that transformation, big transformation does happen. Uh, you can radically, radically change your relationship with insecurity. I mean, I still feel insecure from time to time. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't have the hold on me that it used to. Um, my whole relationship with it has changed. Um, so and it, it's, it's just meant everything to me because it's, it, it has opened up a whole world for me to express myself. And then that experience of helping others, which is just, it's gorgeous, Linda. It really, really is. So many, so many of us, I'm going to count men in here as well as women, because we, we can't overgeneralize, <laughs> really. You know. Well, you know, let me just say something. You know, I just, um, I interviewed um, uh, a 3P coach called Thomas Leamy. He's a lovely Irishman. Have you met Thomas? No. Oh, well, you, you will know him when you meet. He's got a gorgeous voice. And I asked him, I said, you know, do men uh, in your circles who are putting themselves out there as entrepreneurs, coaches, do they go through the same stuff that women go through? Do they, do they feel insecure about putting themselves out there and doing videos? And, and, and he said, absolutely, <laughs> they do, you know? Uh, they just don't talk about it as much as we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So really what we've spoken about today, Linda, is about authentically being ourselves, unashamedly recognising our humanity, understanding that there is a power way beyond anything we can imagine that lives within and out with every being 
on this planet, every you know, whether it's a, a sentient being or, or, or a plant or a tree or whatever, that we're all connected and that we shouldn't take our thinking so seriously, which is easier said than done, especially when is, you're yeah. trying to grow a business and you're trying to create financial stability in your life. And, and, and I, I know myself that when you have feelings of insecurity in the corporate sector, especially male-dominated environments, it can be challenging and difficult for a woman to be heard and to be seen, especially when she's within a certain age group or a certain vintage. And teaching women to look within to find that power within themselves to be grounded enough to handle it and to handle it with grace instead of anger would benefit so many people, so many women. Because I think when women are going through the parent, well, I know when women are going through the perimenopausal stage and the menopausal stage, a lot of them find the corporate environment very, very difficult, very, very challenging, and tend to get, you know, into burnout and a lot more stress than they would normally because they feel misunderstood, unheard, and they're having all sorts of menopausal symptoms, both mentally and physically. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, Linda, in working with the women that you work with, how are you doing that right now? Is there, there a way that women can work with you? What would that look like? Yeah, uh, first of all, I love what you're saying there because it really speaks to the fact that, you know, it is difficult, um, especially in corporate world, um, and which even goes to show that we women need to keep together and support each other. And, and you know, we need, we need to... Um, we need that support. So um, I just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, but what I do is um, I actually have a, a program called the Magnetic Woman, how to awaken and accelerate your magnetism um, in your life, love and in your business. And so the work I do is about helping women really create this foundational piece that we've been talking about. You know, it's the self-love, it's the... Um, having great boundaries, um, having, um, knowing who you are, your value, your worth, because without that foundation, whatever you do out in the world, it's just gonna, it's, it's just gonna crumble. You know, it's just, I mean, you might get, you'll have some success for sure, but it won't be sustainable. So the work I do, Jackie, is really help women, um, just build that found, that strong foundation so that they they can go out into the world and really navigate themselves through these difficult times and whatever problems will come along their way because they will um so but without that foundation it's kind of uh you know it's not a very strong way to go through life so that's what i do it's it's a um i've actually it's coming up i've got a course coming up in uh mid-may for uh, a few weeks, but I'll be uh, ongoing having those programs. But that's basically my signature program that I have for women is the Magnetic Woman. 
sorry guys i'll i'll have one for you uh separately <laughs> at some point but this one's just for women because i think women are a special you know we need more women's voices right now in in, in life and um uh, we need to get over ourselves you know because we've got something to say and um uh yeah there's a lot of very talented, powerful women. Talented, I wouldn't say powerful. There's a lot of talented, well-meaning women out there who are very wise and they've learned a lot, but they've still got that handbrake on. And so we need to get that handbrake off so that they can get on with their work and their life. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Linda, we will put all the details of your programme and your website and all about you onto the, the podcast. A question for you. What makes you unashamedly human? Oh, it's a lovely question. Um, you know what? I think a big thing is that I, I, don't, I don't feel embarrassed or ashamed anymore of you know, all the things I felt, the insecurity, the imposter syndrome, the jealousies, the all that stuff. I've done a really good job of integrating that, you know, and just like, hey, I am who I am, you know, and I'm a real rich mix of all of it, <laughs> you know, that I've got some great qualities and I'm, you know, I'm not always um, high-minded and that's okay, to be that way. So I've, I've kind of reached this place where I just, I'm, I can stay at my age, you know, I'm proud to be all I've been because it's got me where I am here today and I'm owning all of it. I'm going to integrate all of it, my shadow, my light, my dark, you get the whole thing with me. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I love it. Thank you, Linda, for being a guest on the Unashamedly Human podcast. It's been a joy to just shoot the breeze with you and hear where you are and what you're doing. And I love, 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 love that you are working with women to help them project who they are in the world with love and strength and a fierceness and that gorgeous Irish tenacity and resilience that I hear from you. So thank you. Thank you, Jackie, and thank you for everything you do. You do so much. Thank you. I really appreciate you. Oh, bless you. Could be larger than life, bigger than the world. Living out the hopes and dreams of every boy and every girl. And you can fly higher than the sky, shine brighter than the stars. You can have all you ever You could